0: Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Our scripture lesson this morning is Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 20. Chapter 6, verses 10 to 20, Ephesians chapter 6. This is the whole armor of God, no doubt a familiar passage to most of you. being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. A lot of sermons, no doubt, have been on this portion of Scripture, the whole armor of God. But I want to focus on praying today. And it's a pretty simple message, I will have to say. But it's one of the very basic things about the Christian life. It's prayer. It's very important. And we talk a lot about it. You know, most of my sermons end with, or my messages end with something like, getting to know God, better, being closer to God. You do that through reading His Word and prayer. And we throw that word prayer around a lot, but but behind it is meaning, it's tremendous power. Prayer activates the power of God. And God moves in response to His people through their prayers. And I think we forget that. But it's more than just that, it also aligns us when we pray to God, it aligns us properly with Him. We're told to pray in the Spirit, meaning we are to pray consistently with what God wants. You know, people can pray for all kinds of things, you know, Lord help me win the lottery maybe or something like that. Well, that's probably not a prayer that is in align with God's will. So prayer not only moves God to act, he acts through the prayers of his people, but it aligns us with him, with his purpose, with his will. And prayer really does work. It changes things in our lives. It is effective, no doubt about it. But prayer is simply just talking to God, and that's the basics, it's just talking to God. And when you think about it, you know, you have a, a newborn child, and it's, it's exciting, it's fun, but they just kind of lay there and eat and make a mess, and that's about it. But you want more interaction with them, they start to smile and, and kind of giggle, if you will, and And that's great too, but you really want to be able to communicate with that child. You want that child to to be able to talk to you. And it's the same way as when you become a Christian. You're thrown into the Christian life, the follower of Jesus Christ. And God wants to communicate with you. He wants to show you things. He wants to teach you things. He wants to open your eyes to things. And we get that through, of course, reading His Word, but also talking to Him. To say the things to Him that are on your heart. And that's all that prayer really is. You know, some people go out and buy little prayer books. And that's okay, there's nothing wrong with those. But that really isn't prayer necessarily. That's not coming from your heart. That's coming from a book. That's coming from something someone else wrote. Wrote. And there's nothing wrong with praying those prayers. Uh, you know, there's many different types of prayers like that, and that's okay. But prayer is more personal than that, or it should be. It's it's your communion with God. It's like conversation that you would pretty much talk to anybody. You know, it doesn't have to be this elo- eloquent speech. You know, you don't. It's not some type of, of vocabulary contest. How many big words can I say? Or how many theological or doctrinal statements can I say in the prayer? Yeah, it's not that at all. You know, it's not just vain repetition either. You know, it's just not begging God, saying, oh, oh Lord, please do this. Please, please help me. Sometimes when you're in a desperate situation, that's all you can say. And that's okay, because that's on your heart. But it's not just vain or endless repetition. That's what the Pharisees did. You know, it's not just saying the same prayer over and over and over again just because you you think God didn't hear you the first time. God knows what you were saying before you say it. Prayer is just simply conversation with Him. And sometimes it might just be you're sitting out on your your back porch, you're sitting out on a swing on a day like today and you're just looking around you feel the sun shining and and you say, God, it sure is a nice day today and and I'm really enjoying it. I just want to thank you for for giving me this blessing. That's a prayer. That's a significant prayer. That's a conversation with God. It's coming from your heart. You're thanking Him for your life. You're thanking Him for the day You're communing with Him. That's just simple prayer. Simple conversation. When we read the Bible, God talks to us. He speaks to us through His Word. And we speak to Him through prayer. And it's no fun if you've ever been in a conversation where one person just does all the talking. That's not very fun. Even if you enjoy listening. Sometimes you have something to say too. And that's what makes a conversation a conversation. It is one person talking, the other listening, and then the other person talks, and the other person listens. And that's what we need to do with God. He speaks to us through, our, through His Word, and through our lives, and we talk to Him through prayer. And all Christians are supposed to pray. Again, it's part of that communion, it's aligning us with God. but we don't always pray the way we ought to pray. Sometimes we ask for stuff that we really don't need. Or we ask for things that will, aren't good for us. But God gives us what we need. He knows if we're praying for a million dollars and He gave that $1 million dollars to us, it would not help us. Oh sure, maybe in the you know, immediately we pay off some debts, mortgage, car loan, whatever. Fix our house up, whatever we might do. But in the long run, it would probably destroy most of us. That's why most of us are probably not millionaires. Or if anybody is here a millionaire, it has not destroyed you, obviously. And you were able to, to handle that. So God allowed that to happen. But we pray to God sometimes we we ask for things that we don't need. We ask for things that maybe we already have. Or we ask for things that we do need, but now's not the right time for them. And God knows that. So God gives us what we need as we commune with Him. And it's just conversation. It's just talking to Him. It's not formal. It's not necessarily informal. And that's what our scripture, Paul says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Praying always with all kinds of prayer. Any kind of prayer. Prayer from your heart is the best, of course. Thanking Him. Asking Him for help. You know, you could be crying out, Oh, oh God, help me. Lord, help me. In a time of terrible distress. And maybe in those tough situations, you know, you can't think. You can't come up with this wonderful, elaborate prayer, let me say, with these great big words to help you through your situation. Just, Lord, help me. You know? Or you could just be saying, as I said, this is a wonderful day, Lord, thank you so much. That's prayer. The joys and concerns that are on your heart. Now, at times, some people like to pray from the prayer books. They like to, to read those prayers and even turn them around a little bit to, to meet your own needs. And that's wonderful. You know, uh, a lot of the prayers of the prophets. Uh, Jeremiah, for example, prayed for the rulers, prayed for the kingdoms, prayed for the people of his time. And you could take his prayer and you could substitute today's world in many of his prayers as well. Or any of the prophets. Or the Psalms that are prayers as well. You can take those and, and that's fine. As long as it's a prayer that's coming from your heart. It's not just, okay, I've got to sit down and pray. Let me open my book up. That's not what God wants. God wants it coming from your heart. And you don't have to necessarily you know, sit down and close your eyes or kneel beside your bed, or, or kneel at the, an altar. It doesn't really matter. But we see throughout the, the Bible that there's many different types of prayer, many different ways of praying. People prayed with their eyes lifted to heaven, with their hands lifted up. You can pray kneeling, you can pray bowing, you can pray lying down, you can pray standing up, while you're walking, while you're sitting, Whatever it is you're doing. You know, oftentimes we were probably taught as children to pray, especially at the dinner table. uh, Pray with our eyes closed and head bowed. And that's fine. But that's not the only way to pray, of course. That was more to teach the children to block out different distractions around them and to, to thank God for the food that they're about to eat. That type of prayer, praying with your eyes closed, would not be appropriate if you were driving down the road. You can pray your, you know, many times in, in winter, especially you know, your prayer is, "Oh Lord, help me." Especially when I come to know hills in the winter time, especially this past winter, it's horrendous, and you just, you know, you can do whatever you can do, but that car is going to do whatever it wants to do going down those hills, and so you say, "Lord, just help me." And and that's a significant prayer. But just through your normal day, you're going through your daily business, whatever it is you're doing, and you see, as I mentioned, you see just a nice day outside or you talk to someone on the phone and you're thinking about them or whatever it is. And you just thank God for that. That's what prayer is. Everything you see in your life You relate to God. And you talk to him about it, whether it's good or whether it's bad. If it's bad, you say, Lord, it's a problem. You know, my neighbor's having trouble or my family's having trouble. Help them, Lord. Whatever you see in life, you relate it to God. And that's what he wants. That's the prayers that he wants from us. You know, it's not just mumbling throughout the day, little things here and there. It's just relating everything that's happening in your life to God, just talking to him as if He's sitting right there next to you, because he is. Imagine if you were with your best friend, maybe your spouse or a son or daughter or whatever it might be, and you were with them all day long. They sat with you all day long. And you two never acknowledged each other. You never talk to each other. Or anything. What kind of friendship would that be? Now, I realize some friends, you know, especially in times of grief, it's just wonderful to sit next to that person and you don't have to say things. And that's fine. But if you were with this person every day of your life and you never spoke to them or very rarely spoke to them, you just mumbled some words to them. That wouldn't be very enjoyable, but that's what it's like with God. He's there next to our side all day long, and the question is, how long, how much do you talk to Him? And that's the that is the real issue. That you know, if you were with someone all day long, you would at least acknowledge things. You know, be sitting outside, you hear birds, you'd say to that person. Wow, I wonder what kind of bird that is. That's a, that's a nice song that the bird's singing. And that's what God wants from us. That's how he wants us to talk to him. Just as if he's our best friend sitting right next to us. You're relating everything in your life to the presence of your friend. And Jesus is your friend. That's how it is in prayer. You just have this God-consciousness that He's right there next to you all the time. And that is praying. Always, with all types of prayer. That's what we need to remember. And that's what we need to practice. Whether it's out loud, or whether you're just thinking and praying inside, that's what God wants from us. Let us close with a prayer. We thank you, Lord, for the gift and the blessing of communication with you. We thank you that you are always there for us. And help us to always be there for you and acknowledge your presence. Help us to see you in the things around us and relate those things back to you. Help us to be better children of your love. We ask this in your son's precious name. Amen.